Hello, Facebook people. How you all doing? How are you? It's uh, the scribal midwife here. It's Mercy. And uh, we are doing, as you know, Raising of the Bar series. Okay. And so this is a series in which we are removing that bar of limitation. All right. That will block and hinder you from actually emerging and becoming the author that you are. Okay. So you're an aspiring writer. You've been thinking about writing your book, but there's all these other things that keep coming to your mind that's blocking, right? Your vision to becoming that published author. All right. And so we want to be here to support you. So Raising the Bar series is just for you. And let me just hurry up and get this out of the way. Next class, for those who are looking for the next class of the Scribal Success Program, how to write your book in seven days, be published and launched, right? That program is actually going to be going forth in the month of September. Okay. So we are taking right now, we're taking applications. So if you're interested, hey, Connie, Connie's here. So if you're interested, definitely put a one in the comments. Let me know that you're interested and that way we can come behind you and we can greet you. And this is for the replay viewers too as well. So leave a note, let us know that you was here so that we can come and show you some love. Okay. We want to show you some love. Okay. So the program will start in September in which we'll be able to support you with how to write the book and to do it in seven days. And then from then onwards, we will get you published and we will support you in your launch, okay? And that program is $5,000, okay? That program is a $5,000 offer. We do have an extended payment plan, all right? But um, if you're interested, then let us know, okay? Again, it is to write, it's to publish, it's to launch, and we will support you to write the book in seven days, okay? Awesome. All right. So today my guest is Ivy, Ivy Caldwell. Ivy Caldwell is an elder. She's actually an elder in her church, in her community. And she is, um, she also is the prior owner of a um, daycare, right? For young children under the age of five, right? So she ran her own daycare, guys. But now she is a published author. Yay! <laughs> All right. So celebrate her for me. She is a published author. And I am so proud of her because she's talking about something that a lot of us as aspiring writers are like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can share this. Like, oh, what are people going to think? What's going to happen to me? Right. And so she is talking about her experience um, during childhood. Right. And so the title of the book is, is this, it's called Expose It, Let Your Healing Process Begin. Okay. So let your healing process begin and expose it. So welcome, Ivy. <laughs> welcome, Thank welcome, you. welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So Ivy, let, tell us a little bit about why it was important for you to write about your book and the experience of abuse, um, child abuse that you had um, experienced um, early in age. Okay, first and foremost, it was uh, obedience to the Holy Spirit because I had no intentions of writing a story about myself. You know, I started with the children's book, but God stopped me in my tracks and said, you have to tell your story. And I'm like, my story? It's like, what is my story? 
you know, so I have to sit there and think about it. Okay, no problem. I will tell my story, God, if that's what you want me to do. It is very important for us to tell our stories so that we can be healed. Like you said, there are so many women, girls, children, and even men that hold these secrets and they are afraid to let anyone know what they have been through. And that fear is associated with a tactic of the enemy because as long as he can keep your mouth shut, he can hold that power over you. But as soon as you open up your mouth and expose what has happened to you, the enemy loses his power over you. God is an awesome God. He will take those terrible, cruel things that have happened to us and he will get the glory out of it. I was molested on my ninth birthday. Never told anyone about it. And when I finally had the opportunity to tell someone, which was my mother, she didn't believe me. So as a child, that shut my mouth. And I never spoke of it again for years. You know, I, down through the years, I told people, you know, I was molested, I was molested, I was molested. But I never went into full detail until 2020. That's a long time to hold a secret when God does not want us to live like that. He wants us to be free. So where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. God wants to come and liberate us from all of that baggage from our past. So that's the little gist of my story, but it's very important to expose your truth. So the interesting thing is, is that you had no intention of actually telling this truth, right? So you Correct. was living life. Um, it was pretty much in the background. You was living your life, how you was living it. And you decided, okay, I'm going to write a book. But what you wanted to write, but I believe it was a children's book, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And so God kind of really redirected you and said, no, I want you to address this issue. Now, what I felt that was really, really interesting is that this came round about the time of Kirk Franklin. Mm. Okay. When his son was beginning to express what was going on behind closed doors. Okay. And had his dad um, recorded. Okay. And I felt like at that time in that season, God was exposing that. Yeah. He was exposing the things that we was keeping hidden in our families, in our lives. And he was bringing it to the forefront so that we can be um, not presenting one thing and doing another thing. But we need to be very congruent with who we say that we are yeah. in our life, our professional life, in our ministry life. And so sometimes these things are in our life and they're actually holding us back, right? Yeah. They've kept us in chains, which is why you were saying that, you know, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And in order to be free, a free Christian, there's some things that needs to be exposed so that we can walk in that level of freedom. Yes. It's just that sometimes it's painful. So we like to keep it hidden and covered. Yes. But I really felt like the exposure of Kurt Franklin. Um, actually, let me just say that again. Not that I not that I think God told me that the exposure of Kurt Franklin was a demonstration of what he was doing in our houses. Mm. So when he came to me at that time, I was like, okay, God, I see what you're doing. 
right? Because one of the things, and maybe you guys don't know this, one of the things about the um, the scribal program about the Office Finish Line Academy is that that was an idea that God gave me. Like I didn't make this stuff up. Like really, truly, I did not make this up, right? And one of the things he told me is he told me that the authors are coming. And when they come, he said that I desire to speak through them. Okay. He said, it's time that my voice be heard. And so the people that come to me have a special message, right? They have a, they have a word in season, mm -hmm. in season, the out season. And that word, when you came to me, it was at that time. And so I just knew and then even around that time, there were some other things that was going on. And I was like, wow, God, you're really speaking this thing about family, yeah. right? About really eyeing out those hidden issues that's in the dark. And God is really bringing it to the forefront so that the light and the healing can come into our lives. And so that we can become better individuals. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, so tell us a little bit about, um, we know that you wrote the book, but tell us about, your process of writing it, like, what was that like? Because I know a lot of people have similar journeys and they're contemplating, like, abandoning the project. They're like, I can't, this is too hard for me. Like, really? I don't even know what I'm doing or what I'm talking about. I don't, you know, because sometimes it can rock the boat, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it can, definitely. Uh, but for me, um, it wasn't a problem at all. God said to do it. I got my notebook. And I started writing. Uh, that was July 2020. I was finished about October. I believe that's when we were with um, Sade with the online course. That's where I met you. And December came. I said, okay, let me just go ahead and do this. Let's get this book published because, you know, I had finished, you know, my part already. So it wow. wasn't difficult for me because I was already healed and all that good stuff. But now it's time to help others to be healed and get over that hurdle because it's not easy for some people. It's like they, it's that scab is still there and under it is still very painful. It's, it's a process to the healing, but we can't keep it covered up. We eventually have to take that band-aid or bandage off so it can be exposed to the air so that it can heal. So it was not difficult for me to write the book. <laughs> right, because you did it out of, out of an act of obedience. And so um, and in those moments, there is much uh, comfort, there's much peace, okay? There's much peace, oops, sorry. There's much peace about what you're doing. So guys, if that's you, then you definitely want to keep it in prayer. Okay, you definitely want to keep it in prayer so that you can feel strong about what you're doing. Okay, um, Ivy was somebody who had already written the book and then she came to us so that we could publish it. All right, and so we've had to work with people through these issues through the seven day book coaching program in which we support them through the healing. And the I tell people, listen, we I've seen healing happen in that space, I've seen deliverance happen in that space, I've seen all sorts of things happen in that space, right? And yeah. so, uh, what people do experience when they're having to do the writing part is that there is a peeling away, okay, yeah. there's a peeling away, there's a lightening of the load. Yeah. Right, just truth that's coming to the forefront, and everything becomes new after that point. 
because like you said it's like this scab but we're trying to get to it so uh, there's no infections there's no um you know it's the part of even writing the book is a, is a level of intervention for some people i know yeah. you said for you there was there was much healing that had already happened right but yeah. for some people it's even an intervention for yeah. them to write about it like mm -hmm. it's the only time they're in lockdown that they can actually face this issue right yeah. and so just know if that's you that having a supportive environment to get you through the process is all that you need. It doesn't mean that you have to abandon it. It just means that you need to be in a supportive environment so that you can walk through it. And so yeah. we've had to do that several, several, several times, okay? So, because we don't want you to abandon it. Um, sometimes people are um, not sure how much to write or even to write people's names in the book. They're not sure, like, with how how far to go with the storyline or their yeah. journey what's happened um but definitely um uh, tell us how you came to those decisions uh first of all you definitely want to make sure that you are healed before you write your book because you don't want to bleed over your readers uh don't worry true. yes don't worry about the uh offender the one that hurt you their feelings. Don't worry about family members. This book is about you so that you can go through your healing process. Um, and you don't want to put anyone's name in the books per se, unless you have their permission. So you do have to be careful and have someone to coach you through the process. Yeah, because you can, you know, you don't want to be sued for defaming somebody's character. Okay, right, so that's right. something that you want to be aware of. Um, and you can change the names to, to protect those individuals too as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's good. So the healing part, like you said, is important. You do definitely need a level of healing. Uh, I tell people this, that um, there was a book that I was going to write, one of my first books, I was angry. I was angry and mad, right? <laughs> and I haven't actually written this book, I don't know, maybe a couple of chapters in. To this day, I cannot find this book. I just cannot find it. I don't need to find it because it was just it had too much anger on it. It yeah. would not be supportive or helpful for anybody. If you had asked me at the time, I would have said, yes, this is good. But really, <laughs> truly, looking back on it, no, 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 no. There was, like, too much venom. Yeah. <laughs> too yeah. much poison. <laughs> That's and not the purpose of it. <laughs> no, exactly. That is not the purpose. There you go. That is not the purpose of it. And so yeah. if we said that Holy Spirit is giving us a book, the purpose is not to... Uh, for an opportunity for for you to get revenge, right? Right. 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 Mm -hmm. That's right. T um, can you talk on that about um, not getting revenge, not using your book as a purpose to get revenge? Well, first of all, vengeance belongs to God. It does not belong to us. So we we can't take yes. God's thing. Let God handle the offender. Uh, you get your healing and go ahead and write your book so you can help other people because there are people that are waiting on you. So it's not about revenge. It is about uh, expressing a message that's going to resonate with a person. In other words, there's a mission at hand, right? You're, 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 you're assigned to a mission. 
And we've got to be very focused on that mission and not focus on how is this going to really benefit and soothe our anger. That's why the healing has to has to uh, be in place because otherwise you will be seeking for revenge. And in all honesty, that's what I was seeking. Yeah. That in all honesty, that's what I was seeking, which is why I said I cannot find the book. I don't know where the book is, right? <laughs> that content has no purpose for anybody is no good to no one, right? And so God shut that thing down and yeah. resurrected the book at the right time, at a time when I didn't want to write about it because I wasn't trying to um, hurt anybody anymore because I've been delivered. I'm like, I didn't want to write about that old thing no more. That was way, you know, and this is about my experience of being in a cult. I'm like, I don't want to write about that because I'm healed, right? So yeah. it's like, well, why, why would I even be trying to expose them, expose me? I don't want to do that because the healing had come and I had moved on. Mm. I had totally like moved on. But God was like, that's the right time. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can get some good out of that. Yes, yes, yes. Because of purpose, right? Yeah. Purpose is everything. The reason behind you writing the book is everything. And so I hope this supports you guys who uh, wanting to write about something. Um, and either you had said something, you had said um, about the family members, right? So sometimes our stories are not just our stories. They're so intertwined with other members of the family. And, you know, some people can be really upset that we're telling the story. They don't get to chime in, right? Right, you know, because right. it's not their book. They don't have an opportunity to, to tell their side of the story or to right. explain. Um, you know, um, maybe why they was not able to um, defend you at the time or, you know, people are not given that opportunity. Tell us about how you was able to move on with that. I know you sound really that certain, like, don't worry about them folks, just obey God. But sometimes yeah. in our insecurities yeah. and our rejection issues and abandonment issues and our yeah. people pleasing issues, we're mm -hmm. like, ah, I don't know how to do this. Yes. Well, I did go to, uh, to my mother because, you know, I did tell her, you know, what happened to me. She didn't believe me. So I went to her like three times, really. The first time she was like, girl, nothing happened to you. Must have been something you saw on TV. Time went by. I'm an adult now. I have children, married, went back. She's like, well, I did the best I could do. But I had to go back again. Like mom, you know, you know, we really need to talk about this. And so as we sat down and talked and I listened to her story, I was like, okay, I got it. I'm good. I forgive you. We're good. I mean, it, it was just awesome the way the story was. My mother has a powerful testimony herself. And she's like, well, I want to write my book. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and also remember that those family secrets lead to generational curses. We have to expose those things because the sin passes down to the third or fourth generation. And you don't yeah. want your grandchildren, great-grandchildren, you know, dealing with the same issues because it's in the bloodline. And we have to stop it. We have to stop it. Yes. You are absolutely right there. Prayer and deliverance is everything. And renouncing those curses and breaking them is important. So if we pretend it never happened, then we don't actually do nothing about it. And those things have a life, a residence, and it goes, it works right through the bloodline. And so we're perpetuating something as opposed to shut it down. And what yes. we want to do is shut that 
down. Right, okay. right. So, yes, I um, you know, I talked to my sons um, to let them know. You know, this was one of the reasons why I didn't let you guys spend the night over anyone's house. Mm. I, you know, I was protecting you as your mother. I did not let them spend the night over family members' home. Why? Because incest is in my family. It's like I could care less whose house it is. I could care less how mad you get at me, but you're not going. My job was to protect you, and I don't want anything okay. to happen because the enemy is so sneaky. He will use anyone to um, mess them up. So we have to be careful and watchful over our children as well. Mm, now that's really powerful. Now, did they understand as adults? Did it all make sense to them? Yes. Yeah. So they were like, wow, mom. So it's like, I'm glad you didn't let us go, you know, anywhere. So it's like, we appreciate that now. So, yeah, so they were good. Yeah, that's my boys. Yeah. I think a lot of people need to hear this. I think this is even a conversation that we actually don't even have. Yeah. Um, now that I'm thinking about it. And so I know there's going to be people listening that's going to be like, that is in my family. And I've still been loose. Like, you, you took it upon yourself not to be loose and um, not to undermine that it could occur again with family and your kids, but you stepped in and you said, this is the standard. The standard yeah. is, is that friend, family member, mm -mm, right. um, you're not going nowhere, okay? Right. Because I have to protect, because mm. I know what goes on. And the damage, mm. we don't even, we, we're doing damage control. We don't even have, we're doing prevention right now. We're yeah. doing prevention. Yeah, you got to have those conversations. You, do, you definitely do. And another thing, like in our family or in our culture with our children, especially the girls, uh, we would call like our body parts, you know, the girls or I don't know. I don't even know what they call them now. But giving your body parts the proper name, giving them, telling them what the safe zones are with their bodies. You know, if someone makes you feel uncomfortable. It's okay to tell me, you know, I'm not going to be upset with you. I don't care what they say to you, if they're going to kill me or, or whoever, but have those conversations with your children at the appropriate age. Don't just ignore it so that they can be aware of it too. And I think even as Christians um, doing church, uh, that we don't talk about this period and we do undermine what could happen even with youth leaders people could have a background and we don't know nothing about it um but we're just very carefree and we yeah. think the best of people hmm. but we're not doing enough to understand that these things do happen even between family members and families come to our churches and gatherings that we still need to be on the lookout and we still need to have protocols in place yes okay so these things are not exempt from church i've heard people as adults tell me what the when they were children this happened inside the sanctuary yeah okay? yeah so these things are not exempt um but i like what you did because you knew that these things happened it meant that you you was extra careful and you took precaution and yeah, so yeah. i'm saying to the church we ought to do the same thing we know these things can happen and we ought to have we ought to have precautionary precautionary measures in place just right, like organizations right. i come from a social work background so just like in um, foster homes and 
um, daycares and, and so forth. There are measures in place because those things can happen on anybody's watch, right? right? And we're going to be held accountable and responsible. So right. this is really good. And I, and I throw that in there because we're talking about generational curses. And so yes. as church, we talk about generational curses. But right. we don't think about when we're doing Sunday schools, how can we prevent these things from happening on our grounds, on our turf? And what measures do we have in place that when children say something, okay, yes. that we don't, you know, that we actually begin to put things in place. Yeah, yeah. That's very important. So now I, I know that at this time, um, you actually have a coaching program. You have a program, right? Yes. Tell us about your program and what you're doing to support yes, women through your I, book. I have been very busy, busy, busy. Um, I've done quite a few podcasts. Um, I've made quite a few vendor events. Um, and I have a, a, a course, an online course that I have created. It's called uh, Under Construction for Transformation. You know, are you ready to be transformed? And I will be your project manager. And when you think about a construction site, it is very messy, but you got to get in there and uh, clean it out, go under the line, looking at those pipes and see what's going on under the street, the water main lines. You got to do a lot of digging before you start building. All right. So I'm going to help you dig out all that stuff. And we're going to start building you up to who God says you are so that you can be free. Hey man, I just love the way that you've actually packaged that program and the framework that you have going on right now under construction. For transformation. Yes, yeah. for transformation. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wow. So what I'm going to do at this time, I know there's, um, there's a few of you guys watching right now. So I just want to give a few shout outs. Okay, so um, we got Connie in here, and she said, "Agree, the church needs to address this." Um, we got Providence Janet in here that says, "That's a true word," and Connie says, "Accountability is key. Precautionary measures are important." That's right. Okay, and time to break those generational curses. Focus on the mission. <laughs> she said, thank you for explaining this about revenge, right? Because um, we can be on our own agenda sometimes. Yeah. Right? We need to get back to focus, back to the mission. Yes, that's right. And so uh, just like Elder Ivy was saying, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And so it, there, there has to be that freedom to share and express. All right. Yes, 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 yes. She is a part of our scribal family, our scribal group. Thank you guys for joining us today. Now, if you guys had any questions for our, our guest that's in the studio with us today, then you can definitely put it in the chat. Okay. And again, if you have interests of actually writing your book or even publishing it, then certainly you can, um, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Um, you can uh, book a call. You can book a call because we have, we have um, the class in September. We have the class in September. So if you're interested, then definitely get with us. Now, um, any questions? Also, it's important. Let's let's take a look at this. She said, also, it's important for the church and our families to not be in denial 
Yes, not to be in denial about yeah, abuse. Yeah. Exactly. We have to own up to the fact that it does happen so that yeah, we can address yeah. and put measures in place so yeah. that it doesn't um, occur. And then we need to really teach too as well. Yeah. Right? yeah. We, we, we need to take that on too as well. Um, yeah. If we're, we've got children um, you know, in, in the house. We're not, no longer the 1960s where you're on the on the plantation and it was a part of, it was a part of life for them to take advantage of the children you know we're no longer in that space all right, right. So people people have a voice you can talk and um and they should be made to feel free and safe to share what they have been through. so so with that tell us a bit about how you feel you, you said that people should be able to express their voice and so that they can feel free. Now that you have expressed your voice, you've put it in writing, um, you have a message. Like you said, you've been really busy on podcasts and doing vendors and uh, just being really pushing your message about the importance of exposing it in order to heal, to begin the healing process. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> I had the opportunity to bring forth the word on yesterday at my church. So I got a little sore throat here today, but but I'm good. I, I'm just good. <laughs> so you're good in as in what's been happening? What have your family have said that has made you? I mean, like, I, I can imagine this is like a huge win, right? Because uh, some people, they say they're going to write a book and they don't write. Yeah, and they feel the weight of procrastination. They feel the weight of condemnation. Um, they just feel that weight. But using your voice hmm. has made you to feel. My husband has said, you know, he's proud of me. And sometimes he'll sit in his chair behind my computer and just sit there and listen at me. And he was like, okay. He says, you're doing what you were meant to do now. He's like, okay. And then my sons have said, you know, mom, we're proud of you. So kudos to mom. <laughs> <laughs> See, now what, what I want to share too is that since you've done it, you've really um uh reinvented yourself, I would I would say. Yes. There's a reinvention that's happened. Like I know you're saying you're good, but yes. really I think you're more than good. Like, you know, your husband was saying, this is what you was meant to do. So you're more than good, right? You're like in your zone. I'll call it in yeah. your zone. You're like in your zone. This is my groove. This is who I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I And I think I said it to you too as well. I said on the post, it's like you done shaved off a whole decade or something. Like you <laughs> were like some, right? Yeah, one of the ministers uh, from my church is like, I don't know what's going on with you, but you look different. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> For real, like you got, you got, you got some, you got swag going on, <laughs> right? You just like this renewed energy is yeah. like you've come out the box. Yeah. It's like you really are tapping into who you are outside of you know, the, the walls, right? Of being an elder and everything and the mother and a wife, right? It's like really Ivy is like yeah. being Ivy. And it's like, it's so refreshing and yeah. so encouraging to see. It's like, whoa. I mean, like you put us on notice that, like, okay, who's she now? Like, what is she doing? Like, what, are, what are we doing now? Okay. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. even my family said that, um, she's like, it's your time now. It's just your season now. So go forth and do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Because I tell people this all the time. And so sometimes they probably don't believe it. But when you write a book, like a chapter in your life, like you are a book, your life is a book, right? Um, it's like that book is open to a brand new chapter. It's like you was living in chapter five or something. And then it just turns over into a whole new chapter. You're like, I've never seen this chapter. I've never heard it. I've never even felt myself in that way before. And it's like, nothing really happens until the book is published. Yeah. When it's published, yeah. it's like, whoa. Like, oh my God, oh my God, this is really happening, yeah. right? <laughs> so publishing a book is so important. People write all day, every day, okay? Yeah. But having it published, man, you're gonna have to stand by that word, defend that yeah. word, live yeah. that word, breathe yeah. that word. <laughs> you can't yeah. take yeah. it back. It's like, you you done birthed a baby. You can't, you can't suck that baby back. It's, right. it's, it's, it's out there. Right. It's out there. It's out there. Right? It's out there. So I just want to say I was so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Like you saw this whole process through. You did not allow discouragement or anything to hold you back. You really didn't. You went forward um, and just kept on advancing. And so you're still advancing. What I'm talking about is after the book you're still advancing right yeah. to doing yeah. the coaching program teaching people what god has really given you concerning the contents of the book and you're now feeding and, and sourcing other people like that's just phenomenal yes yeah just from a book it's phenomenal yes. i Thank teach people this all the time like the book will give you new chapters new chapters Yes. That you've never, eyes have never seen, ears have never heard, neither has it ever entered into your heart. And you're like, where did this come from? <laughs> uh, you'd be challenged in a whole new way. It gives you a level of confidence that you yes. was never able to access before. Yes. And the creativity comes with it as well. Yeah. You have that passion. It's like, man, I could do this, that, that. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, it does. Another chapter. Yes. Awesome. All right. So we've got Michelle here. Michelle says it is also important to have safe places to go to expose abuse. That is absolutely right. We need to, uh, people need to feel like they're not going to be shamed. Exactly. Um, when we accept, when we accepted what God says about us, we have that confidence. Yes. 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 So accepting and embracing definitely, um, gives us confidence yes it does open a brand new chapter yep and hey, Janet's hey. a published author publish your force to be recognized yes <laughs> absolutely you become a force you become a force to be reckoned with absolutely well this has been a pleasure this has been absolutely great i appreciate your time and your willingness to just be here and support people in this journey that they're going through because so many people are have experienced what you've experienced and is wanting to put pen to paper but is very unsure feeling very insecure but i trust that having heard your story is going to give them that bump and yeah. uh, support them to make the decision to move forward, not get yeah. stuck. 
but to move forward and advance. And so we are super proud of you. Thank you. And um, your welcome, your welcome. So we're gonna give you a round of applause, round of applause, Elder Ivy, for your contribution to this discussion and this matter and to the healing of so many souls. Yeah. Right? That work on its own is like phenomenal. So yes. we want to say thank you for doing that. Um, so many um, adults today are not wanting to dress up because you first stepped out. Yeah. Could have read a children's book, but your obedience yeah. <laughs> had you do this and you're making a wider amount of impact. Yes. Your impact that you're making is huge. Now, tell the people, how can they get a hold of you? And when is your program? When is your next program? We want to we wanna support people to find out about the program. They can join your program. They can get in your program. Tell, tell them how they can get a hold of your book and your program. Yes, you can uh, go to my website, footprintenterprisesllc.com. Um, you can get a um, course outline to see what the course is about. And then you'll get a follow-up email that will give you a link to sign up for the program. The next class will be starting on September 9th. That's on a Thursday at 7 p.m. Okay, so September 9th, people, people of God. All right, so September the 9th, you want to definitely, uh, we're on the 17th, so... Don't wait till the last minute. Reach out to her. And how can I get a hold of you? My email is ivy at footprintenterprisesllc.com. Okay, so they can go to the website. The contact form, the information is going to be there. They can reach out to you that way. And you're yes. also on Facebook too, yes. right? Facebook, Facebook, Ivy Caldwell. Um, Instagram is Footprint Series. Okay. All right. So please get a touch of Ivy. You can um, purchase her book. You can go straight to her and um, you can get your copy of the book. And if you know anybody, you know anybody yeah. that's going yeah. through this right now, okay, let's not leave them in the dark, okay? You just need to um, support them uh, to get in touch with Elder Ivy, right? They've been safe hands, yeah. okay? So that they can get the healing that they need, yeah. all right? And so um, I want to encourage you to share, 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 share this with your friends, your family, and let people know, okay, so that they can overcome this step, all right? It's very, very important. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for um, the listeners. You guys have been great with your questions and your comments. And again, if you're watching this on the replay, just comment below and let us know. Hashtag replay so that we can come behind and just share some love. All right. So thank you, everybody. Much appreciated. And um, it's going to be a goodbye for me. Thank you. Goodbye for my guests. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Go ahead and write that book. Yes. It's true so you can be healed. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes, get your book done. And if you're thinking of get back getting your book done, September's when the class starts. All you have to do is um, I put the information in the comments bit.ly forward slash writers book me. And um, Elder Ivy, if you could come back and just put those links in there, like your website and stuff like that, so that okay. people can get a hold of you, that will be awesome. Okay. Yeah. 
Yes, 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 yes. All right, so good night and thank you once again, Elder Ivy. God bless you all and take care. All right. Bye. Bye.